Hello and welcome to another week on the Vampire Diaries Diaries, your favorite podcast where unfortunately we lost the two greatest characters in the history of the show. Don't know how we're going to go on in this week's episode, The Murder of One. My name is Claire and I am joined as always by my co-host Beth. And we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, everybody give a big hand for our guest, John Kennelly. Hi. Hi. Hooray. <laughs> Thank you. That was a big hand. <laughs> it was a golf hand. A very polite clap. <laughs> Hello, John, and welcome. Do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your uh, relationship with the Vampire Diaries? Yes, uh, I'm a writer in Hollywood, and um, uh, I've written for lots of sitcoms and stuff, and I discovered the Vampire Diaries when I, I was a Buffy fan mm. and fanatic, and I kind of looked down my nose at the Vampire Diaries when it came out, but when COVID hit and, and uh, quarantine, I started watching it, and I'm obsessed. I got obsessed. I binged it like three times, and of course, that led me to this podcast, which I love, and you guys are so funny and smart, and it got me through that quarantine. And it's still getting through. Like Damon, we are philanthropists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're very happy to have you on the show. Thanks. So happy to have you. Quite a banger of an episode. Oh, I really like this episode. It's a good one. Yes, there is a lot going on, and it's very fast moving and ridiculous, like all of the best uh, episodes <laughs> of the show are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is season three, episode 18. I was listening to our last episode, and Beth, you said it was season three, episode 12. <laughs> I did? Oh. It made me laugh really hard. What did I write? How did I write that down? I, I don't, don't know. Maybe I didn't, and I just made it up on the spot. Uh, it kind of keeps with our theme of me having no idea what the hell is going on the majority of the time that I'm talking about the show. So that's perfect. <laughs> Par for the course. <laughs> but yes, this is 18, not 13. Okay. Which means we're getting toward the end of the season, so all the players are getting into place. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And we start with our favorite captivating teenager, Elena, <laughs> who is dropped by the Rick room with some muffins and coffee for everybody's favorite serial killer. <laughs> In a really cute pea coat. Oh, yeah. I loved her coat. Yes, the coat made uh, a couple of scenes in the show for sure. Uh, I love the coat as well. (laughs) Usually her fashion isn't like too exciting, but that was a good choice. So Elena wants to check on Alaric because he's, you know, having some issues. But Damon answers the door and he's being very sassy. When I remember seeing this, every time I watch it, I think I want to picture Rick on the other side of the door, nude, you know, in bed and right? Dan, waiting for Damon. And, <laughs> right. and, and Elena's expression is because she, she's realizing, oh my God, Damon's gay. But that isn't the case at all. <laughs> I just don't know why she can't be included in this. In I this, mean, but. Damon is a bicon. Wait, a bicon? Yeah. An iconic bisexual. <laughs> Perfect. Not that the show will ever admit it, but yes, he does say that Alaric is indecent, which well, does. we can only assume yeah. means, as you said, he's hiding behind the door with a big boner out of his pants. And then he's, yeah, and then he pivots to the muffin. Oh, what's the, ch- what kind of muffin? Like he pivots the conversation. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to change the subject. Yeah. And that really made me want um, a chocolate muffin. I wrote down specifically that it was chocolate because I was like, oh, oh my God, that sounds like super good right now. Yeah. But yes, Damon is like, get out of here, Elena. You're not invited to this naked party. Nothing to see here. <laughs> nothing to see here. 
And as soon as she is gone, we go into the room where we see both Salvatores and Alaric with some power tools. And we suddenly get this, like, amazing 80s montage style, like, really rocking music playing as they're, like, sawing up the Mystic Falls. And it's like, we're men. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And this took a turn that I, like, wasn't expecting. Because, like, Damon's, like, being so cagey. And, like, I was expecting it to be, like some more bullshit about, like, how Alaric is, like, scared of his other self, and, like, he's, like, all tore up about it, so, like, when we get this, like, power montage of them, like, cutting up the Wickery Bridge, like, historical sign, and, like, whittling away at shit, and, like, uh, I just, I loved this. I was like, alright, hell yeah, we're in for a good episode. Yeah. Oh, and and Stefan drags Damon's whittling. Oh, yeah. And I kept thinking, but we (laughs) we know Damon can whittle, because he told Jeremy that. Uh, oh, that he knows that's how to right. Oh, yeah, unless he's lying, you know, to Jeremy. But Damon, Damon knows how to whittle. So Stefan's <laughs> yeah. no just that. a perfectionist, I guess, because he's so obsessed with killing the originals. Mm-hmm. I, I actually love the lighting in this episode because this lighting is coming in. They they seem they love this diffuse kind of side, side late afternoon lighting. It, it really looks nice. This episode, the lighting is really good. Usually it's so like dark and moody and you can't see anything. So it's a nice change. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that you say that. Like I didn't notice like the change in lighting specifically, but I felt like I noticed that some of the characters looked different. Um, Just like we were seeing like some more detail, like in like makeup and things like that, that I was like, oh, okay. Uh, But yeah, that makes sense that a change in lighting would like bring out those things and and we'll pick it up that way. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So they're having a very well-lit whittling party with power tools. It should be a great time for all, but Alaric just has well, to Elena's be... not allowed. Yeah, no, no, no girls, girls allowed. Yes. But yes, Alaric is feeling very emo and has to ruin the party for everybody. He's like, okay, so you guys keep working on that. I'm going to go to the jail and tell them I'm a serial killer. Bye. <laughs> yeah, that was like such a weird transition. It was like all right like okay there's the alark that i was expecting like at the beginning of the scene like oh have to go turn myself in i have a homicidal alter ego um (laughs) i just love like the exposition in the show and like every episode they're like oh i gotta go turn myself in because i killed caroline's dad with my homicidal alter ego he gives us the whole like recap it's too bad he didn't go into detail i killed the medical examiner on the night of the Wickery Bridge fundraiser, where we were raising funds for the Wickery Bridge. <laughs> yes. You guys, you, you know that's called pipe. You know the exposition that you, that writers have to do or are told to do. Mm-hmm. We, we oh, call okay. pipe all Ooh. this pipe that that Rick had to lay and <laughs> put out there to remind us. He was but laying some did... pipe with Damon, and then he was laying some pipe with the audience. Yeah, absolutely. And I love, <laughs> my favorite moment, one of my favorite moments in this episode is Damon giving him a ring, is pre- presenting the ring, and almost, you know, I thought proposing, but mm. it doesn't go there. He's proposing, yep. here, I am presenting to you this terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh... the Salvatores are not on board with Alaric's murder routine, and like, really... It's good that he wants to turn himself in because he should not be allowed to, like, be on the loose. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like, unlike some people in this room, I want to take responsibility for the murders I've done. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. It's like, wow. 
Of all of the shit that Alaric's done, this is the last straw, and he's decided to become a responsible citizen. <laughs> yep. But... Also, his apartment. Did his apartment triple in size, or, or it looks enormous? It might have. Maybe they just bombed out another wall. <laughs> yeah. yeah. After the whole... Cl- yeah. After Make it Klaus, a, a super uh, open plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, they talk him into staying because they need him to help with the original stabbing plan. And Damon's mm-hmm. like, you're going to put the ring back on, even though it is directly causing you to murder people, including like the families and friends of some of our family and friends, because <laughs> you might die if you don't wear it. Yeah. And Bonnie's herbs are working. That was the other excuse that they oh, were right, giving. Right, right, Just right, like her herbs. <laughs> her herbs. There were some uh, oh, emphatic air quotes there from Beth. That you oh yes, the you air quotes that see. you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bonnie. I mean, he is a vampire hunter, or he was when he started on the show. Yeah. So, I don't know. That makes sense. I don't know. It just made sense to me that he would become a vampire. That, you know, Damon appeals to that again. Also, he was wearing a hunter green shirt, I mm. think, like a Henley. And That's I actually thought, Henley. did the wardrobe think of that? Is that a wardrobe thing? Because sometimes they, they, you know, what is Interesting. I love Henley. Yeah, love Henley. Same. <laughs> so I think what happens next is that we go to the forest, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we see that Caroline and Elena are having a nice walk uh, through the forest, and Elena's there to break some damn bad news to Caroline, I guess. So we kind of cut into the conversation um, in the middle, and Caroline's all. Alaric Saltzman killed my father. Um, and <laughs> poor Elena, like, for fuck's sake, she has to deliver, like, the worst news to everyone and, like, try and, like, deliver this delicately. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, I, like, she starts making excuses for him pretty much right away, right? Like, she immediately goes into, like, uh, you know, like he's really trying to keep his dark side buried right now. And like Bonnie's herbs are healing him. And sorry, but he's been a victim of something supernatural here. Like she doesn't really give Caroline like any time to like grieve this news. She just like no. kind of immediately jumps into like defending Alaric. Right. <laughs> well, because she planned it all out. She knew that they she told her the news like 10 seconds before the whole group was going to arrive. So that helped her to not do <laughs> Right. Let's just get this out of the way real quick. Awkward moment. <laughs> uh, so Elena convinces Caroline not to be mad at Alaric because every one of them like has had some supernatural thing happen to them that made them murder people. So they can't be mad at each other for their murders. <laughs> I think is yep. the point. The like thesis statement. Yeah, no one can hold anything against the other because so much shit has happened. So here we are. <laughs> Caroline's like, all right, Elena, I will. I know I can't argue this with you, so let's just move on. You get one murder, one one free pass. Yeah, totally. Yeah, one member of every person's immediate family could be killed, and no one will hold it against you. <laughs> and we find out they're in the forest because everybody has been invited to a secret meeting. Including Matt. Why did they invite Matt? Know. You know Thank what? He you. didn't. He didn't. Matt was on the group text. <laughs> oh, we, we used the wrong thread. The wrong, the wrong group text. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's the Salvatores, Elena, Caroline, and Matt. And Stefan's like, I took Sid Bonnie too. Where is she? 
and we find out later that she's not having a great time but they're like oh no. well her mom left again so we should probably leave her alone yes you probably space. should <laughs> yeah but they cut to the chase and say listen there was some secret white oak and we've got hella stakes surprise wow they've got a bag full of wickery bridge stakes and everybody is shocked shocked so then i think we pause at the rendezvous the violent rendezvous in the woods and we head over to some city do we ever figure out exactly where phil is right now nondescript (laughs) it's it's probably somewhere in, in canada or something or although they yeah. filmed in georgia so maybe it was just like atlanta yeah atlanta was, or something yeah. yeah i don't know phil though it's i love that he's called phil i call him because when he comes in when he comes on this scene he's like staying alive like that shot of saturday night fever where he's walking down the street is really a bad shot he's doing oh yeah he's staying, oh, he's almost singing staying alive and his head is flat his hair is terrible <laughs> yeah it's not great no Per usual. But he's kind of feeling his fantasy walking down the street with a little pep in his step. Mm-hmm. And Klaus pops up and is like, hey, what's up, brother? You suck. Come back to Mr. Falls. Yeah. And Phil is just like not having it. Klaus is all like, what is our mother? And, and <laughs> Phil comes straight at him. He's like, hopefully out there looking for another way to end our miserable lives. Like he's like, he's not over the fact that he's not dead right now. Yeah. And not happy to see Klaus. Yeah. He gets right to the point. Can I, I I have a question here though. He says to Klaus that you may not feel the effects of the dagger because Klaus Mm. wants, Klaus wants Mm. um, uh, to un, un, what do you call it? Unlock the spell between all of them. But he says, you may not feel the effects of the dagger, but you lose your precious Rebecca. Did you, I didn't understand that line. One of them is killed. One of them is daggered. Uh-huh. They all die because they're linked. So he was sense? threatening to dagger Finn if he wouldn't cooperate, like with the dagger that like temporarily kills them. Oh, like but they not, did... Okay, not the oak one. Yeah, they okay. don't know about the oak ones. Okay. And for some reason, he thinks that that's going to like convince Klaus. And Klaus says what we're all thinking. Well, it wouldn't be the first time that I <laughs> caused Rebecca to temporarily die. So nice try, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> But speaking of Rebecca, she is uh, standing at the ready in an alleyway to stop Phil from escaping, and they tag team him and slam him into a wall, and they're going to drag him back because they have a witch who's going to unlink them, undo the, the blood spell that Esther did. Now, she looks hot. Oh, yeah. Rebecca in this She's episode. having a very good hair day. But this, yes, Very her good. hair, yep. everything is on point for her in this episode. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. I, she was one of the people that I was thinking of, like how good her makeup looked, especially uh, this episode yeah. as well. In so. the in daylight, too, in the sun mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> right, yeah. Way to go, Rebecca. We love you. <laughs> we do. Look, and my favorite line in this is when, um, and I won't do the British accent well, but Finn, Finn says to... Rebecca, something about how you're taking his side, and and you he stored us in boxes. <laughs> like he, he has this horrible. I know he's. I think the actor's British, but he, he has a, such a funny way of saying it. It sounded like the Grinch. <laughs> Everybody's accent sounded weird this week to me. It did. Like 
Phil's was especially odd. Like it sounded like he was Australian almost. And then it was like everybody around him started talking weird too. It was strange. So they've got their plan in progress and we go back to Mystic Falls where Stefan is the coach of the new vampire slaying team and yes. he is going to run some scenarios. They're going to do some role play and some improv of how to kill each original because whichever one they see first, they're going to take them down. Yeah, this is just so fucking weird. So like Stefan's there, he's doling out the weapons and like, I don't know. I feel like this wasn't really necessary, although I guess they are a little bit of a ragtag team to bring down some originals. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course, the first one, they have to practice staking Rebecca. That's the first scenario that they come across. And Caroline is assigned to play the role of Rebecca. And these like, I don't know, it was just so funny because they're like, okay, like Rebecca, or like Caroline, you're Rebecca, Matt, you're over there, like create a diversion. (laughs) Because she'll want to like, get with you because she's so desperate and lonely. I don't know. It's just like all over the place. It really (laughs) was like an Steph's, Stefan's improv class. Like, Mm -hmm. I think I, I kind of just wanted to see them run all of the different scenarios because I found it very entertaining. Totally. <laughs> right? I wanted to see Matt playing Klaus. Oh, I did too. I wrote that. I want to yes. see Matt playing Klaus for sure. They give, they give him um, they give him some sort of wispy beard and mustachey thing. To yeah. Put, put on some uh, cherry red lipstick. Yes, and some lipstick. <laughs> exactly. They've got their props in, like, the side of the bag that has all the stakes, like, their little (laughs) costumes and stuff. (laughs) Uh, Caroline, at one point, takes exception to being assigned the role of Klaus Bait, and I'm like, rightly so, but Mm -hmm. also it's effective. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. It does, um, I think, I think they end that scene with Matt, this is the Matt, you're Klaus, and Elena you're Elena and she picks up a crossbow and I wanted to know like how far they were going to go with this improv like I kind of wanted to see where it went right after that I would love to see Matt get shot with a crossbow yeah (laughs) but this scene uh has one of my favorite parts of the episode where Damon asks Elena or one of the Salvatores asks Elena if she's sure that she's in for the plan and she's like oh yeah ever since Bonnie's mom got turned like they all had to go and then just really quickly this like two seconds moment happens that I have to play because it made me crack up. Yes. Busboy, do I have a choice? Busboy, do I Bus have a boy. choice? <laughs> and the face that Max Matt makes in that moment, it's just like, whoop! I'm just still here for the ride. <laughs> I was like, I liked Matt in that moment. Sorry. I was like, yeah. he's just accepted his fate that he just has to go where all these supernatural people take him because they could all kill him and. He just has to be nice to everybody now. That's his job. <laughs> I wrote that down too. That was so good. It gave me a good chuckle. <laughs> it might be the only thing he says. Yeah, pretty so much. So they had to give him a line. <laughs> right, yeah. So I don't know how much time has passed, but they have uh, Klaus and Caroline have zoomed Phil's unconscious body all the way to the house of Klaus. And he wakes up and he's like freaking out, like, what are you going to do? Wah! You can't make me help you. 
Yeah, and Klaus is like, well, I probably can make you help me if I want to, but perhaps it would be easier if I could persuade you. Um, and then Sage makes her big grand entrance down the fancy staircase that we're used yes. to from um, the ball. And she's like, Finn? And he's all like, Sage? And they then lovingly embrace on the stairs. They like can't believe that they're seeing each other again. Right. It's a good entrance for Sage. Is coming Definitely. for anyone, really, but you really good entrance. The sexual tension is off the charts. The screen <laughs> sets on fire with the passion of their love. Uh, I'm so invested in this relationship. I know. The worst so, TV relationship ever. <laughs> it is. He, there is no chemistry. I mean, hopefully this actor is not listening to but he doesn't seem to have any charisma or sex anything. I mean, Sage is kind of hot, but I don't get anything from Phil. Yeah, I don't know if it was just like a choice or if it's just like he's not very good at his job. I don't know what's going on with Phil. But it's we not just don't have me. enough. Yeah, like we don't have enough backstory on his character, and just like everything he has done has just totally sucked. So like you just like don't give a shit that this is happening at all. No. <laughs> and it like makes sense by the end of this episode that they had to make him expendable. Like they had to kill an original, but it had to be one that we wouldn't be upset about. Yeah, we didn't give yeah. a shit. <laughs> and so right. they, that worked. <laughs> <laughs> that was successful. Uh, but definitely the greatest moment of the episode happens in this scene. Yes. 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 Oh my moment of product placement <laughs> all time. Yes. One of our listeners sent us an Instagram message a few weeks ago saying that she was watching this episode in preparation and she mentioned this moment and I didn't remember what it was. I was like, oh, well, yeah, it's a texting thing. It'll be hilarious. But then when it happened, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was not so prepared. good. Because they all got AT&T. It was AT&T, I think, was oh, the yeah. product placement. That's what I read on the phone. And so they all got phones, right? The whole... <laughs> When I see stuff like that, I think so. All the all the actors and the writers maybe all got phones. Nice. I hope they all wrote messages like Klaus does in this scene. <laughs> to Cole, <laughs> they all wrote to Cole. <laughs> yeah, Cole has sent Klaus some kind of message. I don't even remember what he said because I was too distracted by Klaus not responding by typing a text, but using his stylus to write in giant letters on his screen. I will underlined. And underlined. Underlined. So much more effort than just simply replying back. Like, there was no need for this at all. At all. Why did he have oh to make gosh. it so big to take up the whole screen? <laughs> well, maybe Klaus, we don't know this, but maybe he has a, maybe he kind of loves new gadgets and things. Mm. You know, we, yeah. we have established that, but maybe that's what it was. And maybe Cole. Horses has and bad technology. <laughs> Yes. I wish he had drawn a horse on, it, on his oh phone. Yes! Oh my gosh, that would have been perfect. Or said, you know, cell phones are not people. Or what was the horse line? <laughs> cell phones are the opposite of people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, this is just a beautiful moment. It's like, a lot of these product placement mo moments, like, really stick you in one era of time where you're like, oh, right, I remember when that was a new cool thing. But yeah. this was never right. a new cool thing. This was never a thing that anybody did with their phones. <laughs> no, it really wasn't. Especially not like in like this like use. Like, okay, right. like nobody really liked to use the stylus on their phone anyway, but definitely not to like send short replies to texts. Like, it it, it never it. happened. They tried to make it happen. I don't think yep. it did. A valiant effort. Sorry, AT&T. 
But yes, uh, while Cole and Klaus are having their amazing conversation, Rebecca's like, cool, just like, let me know what I got to do for this plan. But I've got some other shit going on right now. I have to get revenge on this motherfucker who incepted me and like had very dubious sexual relations with me last week. So peace out. And went into her head. Did he go into her head? I was trying to remember. I should have rewatched it. Because Sage, Sage, they had that went freeway. Into her head at Damon's behest. Mm-hmm. So Damon distracted her with his penis so that Sage could go in her head. Right, right. So it was like a double violation. Uh, yeah. Which is why I'm not sad about anything that happens to Damon in this episode. Because she says, ask Sage what he did to me. But Sage right. did, you know, I don't know. I thought, well, Sage did it too. But well, I yeah. guess they need Sage. Yeah. Yeah. And it's more personal with Damon because she never liked Sage in the first place. No, but right. she still, I think she still loves Damon. Still has a crush on him. You only want to kill the people you have crushes on. <laughs> Was that so? <laughs> Tell us more. Something everyone knows. <laughs> it's just one of those things that happens during puberty to all of us. <laughs> We've all got that one murder in our past. Yeah. <laughs> well, aren't they going through puberty? to kill no. one family member. <laughs> <sighs> So, yes, she is off on her own mission. And also on a mission are Damon and Alaric, who are trying to find good hiding places for their stakes. And was so excited to have Alaric call back to the Moonstone in this scene, because Damon is hiding his stake in some firewood. And Alaric says, did you learn nothing from the Moonstone in the soap dish? I like screamed at this part. I was so happy. I was like, yes, a callback to the Moonstone. It felt like it was fan service specifically to us, like, that retroactively put in the show after we made our podcast somehow. Honestly, yes. I was like, this is for, this is for us. I felt so appreciative. (laughs) At least right. (laughs) And Damon's like, oh, well, where did you put yours? And we don't hear an answer. And I'm like, because it's in his butt, and they don't want to say that out loud. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I had the same exact thought, Claire. Damon knows where it was, because Damon put it there. Totally. Where it's butt. Yes. I don't want to confuse. I'm getting ahead of myself. (laughs) That's why they were so concerned about the whittling quality. They wanted to be a very very safe insertion. uh, Anal splinters. (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh. But yes, they get distracted because there's some kind of spooky noise and Alaric goes to investigate and suddenly, oops, he's flung down the stairs and I think he dies, doesn't he? Oh, does oh. he? Because he's like waking up later. Unclear. He is. Yeah, you're right. I didn't think that he died, but I thought that he took a quite rough tumble that he seemed to be recovering from for a really long time. So it would make sense if he died. Yeah, like his neck broke or something. But it wasn't yeah. any worse than like when Mary Carol Lockwood was thrown down the stairs by the man witch. Right. <laughs> she just had a little bit of a bump or a bruise on her face. Yes. Right. Uh, did it was I, I was kind of thought it was interesting that it was Damon's bedroom where they that they were in because Rick is thrown down the stairs. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so they're in oh, the yeah. fire. There's a big fireplace in Damon's bedroom and that's where he was with Rick and putting the uh, and I did wonder like who who clean? I've always wondered who cleans this house. Who picks mm. up after them? Who makes the fires? Because if whoever it is that he needs to make sure they don't put that in the in the fire. That, oh yeah, yeah, that was a concern. 
I think it's probably like right. in that episode where they were moving the cop the locked coffin into the anti vampire cave, and they said they had to compel some Lockwood gardeners. I feel like they just kept those gardeners as their like servants. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> but yes, Rebecca has thrown Alaric down the stairs, and she stabs Damon and says, "Hello, lover." <laughs> yes uh she just stabs him right in the right in the gut it's great and he like slowly crumples over her and she like has such a satisfied look on her face here and she's As like well, she it's about to go down yes she's been getting fucked over like every week yeah and she finally gets some yeah. thrown back today and i like that even though I it's really too. gross i like yeah. this for her <laughs> i like this for her <laughs> good for her <laughs> So then I think we go to Elena leaving a voicemail for Bonnie. I, I thought what was really cool was this shot because I didn't, I don't know if they do that a lot, but whoever directed this, the, there was a reflection of that clock tower in the window and they start on the window and the, the reflection. It, it looked really cool at the beginning of the scene. I don't think I noticed that. I was probably I don't think notes. I did either. Yeah. Mm. I'm never paying enough attention to the screen, so I'm glad you're pointing out all these things that I missed when I was staring at my notebook. Yeah, because thought was put, you know, I noticed, you know, thoughts put into that and yeah. nobody, whatever. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the director should get a shout out, whatever. Yeah, good was. job, person. person. <laughs> yeah, no, that's helpful to point that stuff out because I'm in the same boat, Claire. I'm paying so close attention to the dialogue because I want Mm -hmm. to be able to do a somewhat accurate recap. (laughs) Um, And yeah, I think we like maybe sometimes don't pay attention as closely to like some of the more artistic side of things because we've got our, at least I've got my head down, like in my piece of paper, like jotting down notes all the time. Yeah. But yeah, like (laughs) that's great. Um, and Elena is, yeah, so she's leaving a voicemail for Bonnie and she's like, you know, like, we really haven't heard back from you. Like, please call me back or if not me, Caroline. And then she kind of arrives into the town square and Caroline and Matt are standing there. And Elena's like, you know, Bonnie's just not returning any of my calls. And Caroline looks at her and like, maybe I'm just projecting, but the face that she makes at like Elena is like, yeah, no shit. Like shut the fuck up and stop calling her. Like they have, they like literally do not respond to Elena. I don't think they're just like, okay. Yeah. Matt's too busy saying the most psychotic thing that I've ever heard anybody say on this show. Yes. Uh, Mr. Saltzman was like the most normal guy in town. <laughs> right, Excuse right. me? Are you sure? I know. I wondered if maybe they wanted somebody to say Mr. Saltzman to, to just, I don't know, remind us that he's an adult, a teacher. What? I guess. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, compared to what? Like, even you're more normal than him, Matt. Right? Oh my gosh, that's so funny. He is, before he became a secret serial killer, he was a vampire hunter who died and came back to life many times and is secretly related to like everybody and like his life is insane. Yeah. All his girlfriends die. And he's an alcoholic, major alcoholic. Yeah. Right? And but, he has no like professional boundaries whatsoever. Yeah. He was at parties when he was supposed to still be their teacher. And what now he's supposed to be normal? a guardian. <laughs> right? I mean, normal is a uh, on a different scale in Mystic Falls, but even so, Alaric is not it. No. But I appreciate that strange sentence, Matt. Thank you. 
<laughs> and Matt's really on fire in this episode. He had like some of my favorite moments because then Elena says something like, is it weird that Bonnie's not calling me back? And <laughs> Matt just says, is it weird that Phil and Sage are in the town square? Oh, right. Yeah. Or, sorry, Klaus's brother. And I'm like, yeah. how does oh, he Klaus's know who Phil brother. is? Yeah. <laughs> I guess they, he might have seen him at the ball. I don't know. At the ball. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of Michaelsons to keep track of at the ball, and Matt doesn't really seem like the most observant person in the world, so I could definitely see like yeah. why it's weird for him to recognize him like out of the crowd in the square. I'm sure he remembers Cole, because Cole smashed his hand. Yeah. Right. Cole, yes. You know, definitely Rebecca. Cole. He remembers Rebecca, because yeah. she was trying to get in his pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Phil seems like the one uh, that, Matt, that Matt wouldn't know about. Yeah, because he was hiding upstairs with Mommy the whole time. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 But maybe he was spying. Maybe he's a peeping Matt. Maybe they had small talk later in the co- <laughs> by the co room. <laughs> oh man, I want to see that deleted scene. Yes. Good luck with your hair. Have drips. a nice evening. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And we see Caroline like tuck her hair behind her ear so that, she can eavesdrop on Phil and Sage's hot convo. That is my, that's yes. my other favorite moment in this. This episode has many favorite moments, and that is one of them for me, where she tucks her hair yep. to clue the audience in that she's using her vampire hearing, which, <laughs> which is insane that she has to do that, because it could go through air. <laughs> the sound right? could go through hair. And then we but get the like, baby monitor effect on their voices, so we know it's yes, from far away. It does, yes, it does sound a little crackly. <laughs> you, <laughs> you guys are too young to remember the Bionic Woman. TV show? Are I you? have heard of it. Or maybe you've heard it. of it. Yes. She had a bionic ear. Oh. So she would always move her hair to alert the audience <laughs> that she was using her bionic hearing. And oh. that made me crazy then. And I couldn't believe it still existed. <laughs> it was probably just a reference. Maybe. Maybe. But it was funny. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Absolutely. So basically, they're having like a catch up where Phil's like, I'm such a boring asshole. I thought you would have moved on like at least 800 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. And Sage is like, No, Finn, I never stopped. You're the love of my life. Blah, blah, blah. I don't want you to die. And he's like, Tight. But she took, she says after that, like, but I took care of myself. And I oh, was yeah. like, Good, good for you, Sage. You know? Yeah. You know, She's she got hoes in different area codes. <laughs> uh, imagine we waiting for someone the... for 900 years what the yeah. fuck that's what, like, like nine times Damon. <laughs> yeah oh my gosh so bizarre <laughs> for i think Phil. she waited like a year for or two Phil. she waited and then she got busy yeah do vampires also... have like super memories i can't remember like they you must. know like she yeah I feel like she built up this relationship in her head. Like time has passed and she like glorified it and was like thinking of like the old timey like glory days with Finn and like I don't know. It just it just doesn't seem right. His beautiful yeah, long curly like hair. He does he totally does seem like a virgin. I'm sorry, we've already established that Klaus is the virgin in the family. Oh <laughs> there can't be two. There can't be two really. There can it's only be one. Sad. That is the law. <laughs> Um, the, but we're, are we forgetting this very racist moment in this world? Oh my God. This I forget what he says. If my memory um, is correct, this was where the natives oh, made yeah. sacrifices to their gods. Why? I'm like, okay, yeah, natives Did he... making 
sacrifices? That doesn't sound like a Native American thing. Like, N- no, I didn't know who he meant. Like, who he was being racist about. They're always talking about right. like the originals are always saying things about right. the natives and like all of the worshiping of gods they were doing. And I'm like, did anybody do like any kind of research <laughs> on this? It's like not oh, everybody was white back then, right? But uh, we don't I mean, we care know about those were... people. We were Vi- there were Vikings there, I guess, and I thought that I think that was mentioned at some point, but I don't. Yeah, know. I think Rebecca mentioned it that the Vikings got to Mystic Falls before the Native Americans or whatever. So I don't know who the natives were. I don't know. Like, why even bring it up? You know what I, I mean? Know. Like, it, why? it added nothing it's like to such the an, scene. Exactly, like such a necessary dialogue. <laughs> like, it couldn't be like, oh, this is the area like where we first met eyes, like yeah. during the grand ball. It had to be like something about like native sacrifices. What the fuck? The first time we boned was over by that bench. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. That would have been yeah, a beautiful moment. But no, we had to make it racist. Is that's where you took my virginity? He would, Phil would say to her, so we could establish it. Yes. Right. Absolutely. But yes, uh, we go back to Elena, who has called up Stefan, or vice versa. They're on the phone somehow. Right. Maybe one of them wrote with their stylist, call me. <laughs> yeah. I will. And, uh, I will, yes. Uh, right. And she's like, hey like phil is here with sage like get over here and like let's execute the plan or whatever and stefan's like listen whatever you do like do not attack phil because sage is very old and she's very powerful and she will like totally like fuck you up and elena's like all right then you and damon like better get here stat and um then I think that Stefan knows that they're going to have a problem. Is that right? Yeah, because he comes across Alaric's corpse. Right. He's just waking up. He's like, what yeah. happened? <laughs> it is a little uh, cut. And and Stefan does say, I think we have a problem, I think is his line. And I was wondering how many times somebody should count and do a tally. How many times somebody says, I think we have a problem on this show. <laughs> it's like uh, in Star Wars, somebody always has to say, I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that made me laugh, another moment I love, is that in that when we're on um, Elena's side of the phone call, Matt and Caroline are standing way in the background, so they're basically extras for that scene. And, uh, <laughs> and I kept, because I can't not do this, I kept thinking, what they're talking about and they're actually probably saying why the fuck did we have to be here because it was hours you know it took them hours to shoot that scene so matt and caroline had to stand there as extras for hours (laughs) in the cold (laughs) for elena's thing (laughs) so i think this is where we see what rebecca has gotten up to with her little hostage right so they are back over at the klaus house and is, are they in, like, some sort of room off of the foyer, I guess? It's a very large room with, like, yeah. a fancy, like, open area. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, like, um, the mall room. Yeah. And Rebecca has Damon. The mud room. <laughs> the mud room, yeah. So Rebecca has Damon strung up in what seemed to be bear traps attached to <laughs> long chains. So yes. she has, like, bear traps around each of his uh, wrists. He's hanging from the ceiling like jesus style and yeah. uh 
<laughs> she explains that her plan is to bleed all of the vervain from his system um, to get revenge. So to get revenge on him for sleeping with her so that Sage could then read all of her thoughts. And Claire, I need you to tell me this bleeding the vervain thing. Because we ha have we had this before? Have we talked about like what the bleeding of vervain is? Like, is it is it so that he could die or like... I think it was she, could be compelled. she wanted to be able to compel him because she mentioned something later about compelling him to kill Elena or kill Stefan. Oh, okay. Like as punishment. They had so dropped that's... that thread. Like they had kind of set up that you drink vampires can drink, drink a little bit to make yourself immune, yeah. I guess, like Catherine right. did it. And mm -hmm. so, so they yeah. kind of could have they kind of dropped that so we i guess we assume that they're all sipping for vain mm -hmm. yeah so that they can be immune even though it's poison to them but it's like they do the apple cider vinegar thing like it's really gross but it helps their digestion <laughs> but it's good for something. you <laughs> yeah or pepto-bismol <laughs> now you won't get them as your sponsor oh darn womp, womp. pepto-bismol sorry i don't like the color pink that much so mm. i'm okay mm. with that <laughs> so yeah uh, Rebecca has this cunning plan and Damon's trying to be like all cool guy like oh I'm not scared like oh this is a little kinky even for me Rebecca oh, oh. Yeah. she like rips open his shirt and he's like ooh la la and then she starts slicing <laughs> and dicing him and it's pretty gross I yeah. love that she put a, a, a plastic down though <laughs> and she, she says she right. found these traps whatever she found them in the shed so there's a shed to this <laughs> Oh yes, yeah, so the shed she outside put... the manor. <laughs> yes, and there probably is the gardener, and then you know she put plastic down. Maybe that was in the shed too. She was, she was careful. She As was we've prepared. established, all of the originals are property brothers at heart. <laughs> <laughs> she makes some comment like, "Who would ever do something like that to a poor defenseless creature?" I was like, "What is she talking about?" Oh, it's bear traps. <laughs> right. And I want to see a show where Rebecca is just like chilling in the forest with bears. Yes, I could get behind this. That's another spinoff that we totally need. It would be called Now She in the Forest Having a Great Time. Now She yeah. in the Forest with the Bears. <laughs> trying to get their, trying to get love from them because she wants, to, she just wants to be liked. That's oh, no. this whole trip. That's <laughs> true. So she's trying to get the bears to like her. Oh, now I'm sad. <laughs> I know. Womp womp. <laughs> And another great moment happens now when Klaus comes in and, and he has notes. <laughs> He's like, oh, I see you're trying to drain the vervain from his system. Wouldn't it be better if you hung him upside down? Oh, my God. And Rebecca's like, excuse me, I know how to torture a prisoner. And stop mansplaining. Yeah, he was exactly. mansplaining to her how to, how to torture her own prey. Yep, he Perfect. totally was. He was. He totally was. What the fuck? And I just thought it was cute. They were like talking shop about torture. <laughs> <laughs> right. There was a rock. There was a song under here that I kind of knew, but I couldn't quite figure out. Oh, it was Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's, wasn't it? Was it? I think it was. Oh. It sounded like Karen was singing. I liked it. The rare good song on the show. I was going to say, when they actually get the rights to play a real song instead of like some <laughs> lame cover band. I think you mean a fray cover band. A, fr a fray cover band. <laughs> oh, does everybody out there know that the fray is finally calling it quits, or at least their lead singer has left the band? Oh, I was not aware of this update. It's a tragedy. 
Yeah. And have we ever talked on the show about the thing that I didn't learn until we were in our hiatus that Caroline is married to a member of the fray in real life? What? Really? Oh. I know that you and I talked about it. I think we might have been texting about it, but I don't know if we ever talked about it on the show. <laughs> like, I can't believe I never knew that. And we talk about the fray so much on the show and we had no idea. I know. What a coincidence. It's probably because, like, when Caroline went back to watch the episodes, like, she was so moved, and then she, like, started listening to the Frey a whole lot, and she had her people reach out to the Frey people, and it was just a beautiful coming together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then (laughs) they got to do their music for free. Yes. (laughs) That's why she did it. (laughs) Right. So we finally get a reveal now about what's been going on with Bonnie this whole time right yeah so rebecca's all like go find your witch get out of here i don't need your notes on how to torture people and it's bonnie it's bonnie i know the bonnie looking good though oh yeah she does look really good yeah her hair long and and kind of wavy i one of my favorites totally yeah unfortunately a good day yeah, she finds herself in a in a rough circumstance. So Klaus has essentially what kidnapped her mm-hmm. um, to perform the unlinking spell, and he's in there putting down the damn pressure, trying to get her to perform the unlinking spell ASAP. And she's trying to explain to him, like, "Hey, this is a pretty complicated spell. Like, I don't know if I have enough power to be able to complete this, and it's especially hard to do this spell like under duress." And he, like, just essentially, like, doubles down and does the thing that everyone always does to Bonnie, where he's like, it sounds like you are, like, questioning your powers, and you better just fucking do this spell and, like, get it done and, like, don't call for help. Uh, it's it's hard to watch. I enjoyed the uh, reversal, though, where she's the one saying, I don't know if I'm strong enough. And the man saying to her, you need to have more faith in yourself. Where usually it's like Jeremy saying, you're not strong enough. <laughs> right. And her saying, I can do this. That's yeah. what they usually And in like both situations suck for Bonnie, but at least it was a nice change yeah. of pace for the audience. And it seems like it was a nice scene at first because he was like building her up a little bit and mm-hmm. saw and giving her, trying to help her with her self-esteem. And, you know, and then it turns out to be really quick when he tries yeah. to dismember her, her mother. But for a moment, it was nice. Yeah, he's all up on the uh, goings-on in Bonnie's life right now. He's like, I know it's hard for you. Your mother left you again. Mm. I can have my people cut her into pieces if you'd like. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, my God, yeah. She doesn't like that idea. She's not into that plan, and then she's Mm -hmm. super not into when Klaus pulls out his AT&T phone (laughs) for a video call with Cole. (laughs) <laughs> he's like brother how is the mile high city oh and Bonnie's God. like hi Jeremy <laughs> <laughs> and we see Jeremy and his goddamn dog that yes. we learned about last what week the... it's so fucking weird like I like dogs like the next guy but who gives a shit like they keep like showing Jeremy like playing with this dog he like kidnapped <laughs> Comet from Full House and yes. is playing with yeah. him in the park you know my favorite thing? This is another favorite moment. I, can't, I, I know I shouldn't have too many favorites. But I love working with animals. The dog the dog looking off camera to his trainer. <laughs> like, really? I got to work with this guy? Yeah. <laughs> At least I get to run away from him. Oh my God. Right. I'm 
like and Jeremy uh, looks and Jeremy seemed like a doofus even just in this scene of nothing that he had it, he was annoying maybe you know this as a yeah. TV insider did that actor get like his full pay rate for this like one wordless scene shot on a cell phone camera that it depends on the contract that's something that's oh, negotiated I okay. think early on where we get to use like stills and pictures and thing and it won't cost us or that stuff oh, or like maybe archive like, footage or something maybe that's ironed out so it's possible you got nothing for that hmm. I'd like to I always wonder that when the character like a main character is in an episode for like two seconds yeah right yeah. if they're if they're smart they, they on a show like this they want it they want to make sure they can get the rights to use their face in a photo or something because that's going to happen a lot yeah well i am certainly glad that if we had to have jeremy in this episode it was just a tiny cell phone yes. video <laughs> and not like the high-res cell phone videos of today right <laughs> bonnie's like oh shit i care now because for some reason i don't hate jeremy even though he cheated on me with a goddamn ghost <laughs> i know Wait, I, was, I was like oh my god. <laughs> two ghosts oh my god you're right it was weird that this was the thing that like kind of pushed Bonnie over the edge, I guess. Like I guess her love for Jeremy is still there, but I was like, Oh, Ooh. him? Really? <laughs> but now she's like, shit, I gotta do this spell. Always being used for my powers and never getting anything out of it except a doomed relationship with Jeremy Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she liked the dog and she was thinking I I'll have, I can at least have the dog. Maybe. Maybe. I should and he's so Bonnie stupid, he didn't notice head. he was being filmed in a park. I know! And, like, this was before the days of, like, good Zoom, so I'm pretty sure Cole had to, like, be like, within, like, eight feet of him to, like, capture this, like, video, right? Like, there's oh no, like, God. you know, like, scrolling in on the iPhone. <laughs> Jeremy was just too high to notice. <laughs> yeah. No, right. Mile high. He's in Mile High City. <laughs> So we leave Bonnie in her precarious situation and go to a scene between Caroline and Alaric, which has a really poorly written Buffy reference. Yes. <laughs> she says, or Caroline says to Alaric, I heard you had a run in with Buffy the Vampire. I'm like, okay, we all know the show is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So like, it already doesn't make sense. Like there is one yeah. episode where Buffy is briefly a vampire because people's nightmares are coming true. But that yeah. is like two minutes of a season one episode yeah i don't think that's what she meant <laughs> rebecca looks nothing like buffy like i guess they're both blonde this made me angry that someone the writer in the room or the actress or somebody wouldn't say you need she needs to say slayer after that i mean or like it just felt like they wanted to make a buffy reference but nobody who wrote this episode had seen buffy right i I wasn't sure if it was one of those things where, like, they couldn't say the show name or something. Is that, like, a thing for referencing, like, other shows or, like, movies the same way, like, you might not talk about, like, a name brand of, like, a product? You know, it depends on the on the network and the thing. It okay. just They're all different. But yeah. I feel like they've said, didn't they say Buffy the Vampire Slayer? On another on another episode, or maybe they said Damon. Oh, I don't remember Elena Buffy when she was training okay. with Alaric, but he didn't That's say the full name okay. of the show. That's different. I think they were just trying to make a cute joke by leaving off the yeah. word, but it was it just did not land. Well, you had to run in no. with Buffy. They should have just said, "I hear you got to run in with Buffy," and we would have known she thinks are right. Yeah, exactly. I heard that you had a run in with an attractive blonde lady 
who is related somehow to vampires. I can't think of her name right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Alaric's feeling a little rough, but he's taken his magic weed, which is apparently like a smoothie. Yep. Caroline has brought it to him. I think that's why she's there. Right. And he's like kind of like grumbling and complaining about how shitty the herb drink tastes. And she's like, well, hey, it's better than killing somebody, right? And it just like totally like changes the tone of like their whole interaction. They have this very intense conversation where Alaric's like, sorry, I killed your shitty dad. How could you ever forgive me? Caroline, Caroline is really Caroline good in the scene. Yeah. She, I yeah. thought she was really good in this scene. I, I love that actress, and, and she looked hot. Her hair was really good. Oh, yeah. There were yeah. lots of, like, nice glamour shots of her just, like, framed on her whole face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her and uh, yeah. and Rebecca. Caroline and Rebecca look, both were, I guess this was a director who liked blondes. Knew how to yeah, the blondes were on top this week. Yeah, they, they, were. Were on, <laughs> they were on the game. But, yeah, Caroline is, like, very forgiving to Alaric in this scene. I guess she's had time to prepare from her quick chat with elena earlier but she's like listen we're all like kind of in this fucked up situation like i killed someone he could have been someone's father we're all we all have blood in our hands like living this this kind of life and alaric looks like super like grateful and and relieved after having this conversation with caroline yeah caroline Mm -hmm. says i'm no better than you and i'm like yes you are but okay it's very nice of you to say so yes there was one thing i that made me laugh in this scene is that my I, I always have the um closed caption on the subtitle and it just said rick chuckles but he didn't so it just, i don't know <laughs> oh why God. it said oh, that. man. <laughs> that's he never weird chuckled. yeah somebody was editorializing in the caption department <laughs> yes <laughs> i also always have the subtitles on me too i'm a subtitle watcher on all tv shows mm-hmm. yep all of them i don't know why that is because I don't want to miss any words, and my hearing is not always the best. I, like, understand things way more when I read them versus yeah. when I hear them, so I feel like I miss out on something if I'm, like, not, like, reading it while they're talking about it or right, while they're saying right. the words. Yeah, I started just doing it when it was a show of people with, like, strong accents, like British or Irish or whatever. Yeah. Dairy girls. But then I just left it on for everything, and it improved my life. <laughs> Yeah, it's the best. Mike always complains. He's like, oh, I never used to like watch TV with like closed captioning on and like subtitles and whatnot. And he's like, now I need it because I'm used to it. Oh, That's once you have happens. it. Yep. Yeah, once you have exactly. it, you need it. But what are we missing? <laughs> I sometimes think the visual, we're missing the something visual that's happening. Yeah, probably. I'm okay with it. Yep. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not that mad about it. <laughs> so they're good with each other now that's nice i feel like these characters don't usually have too much to do with each other so it's always interesting to see a scene like that yeah yeah i was i was thinking about that like i couldn't remember their last scene where there was like the two of them and then we go and see phil at the grill yes we stop in at my favorite restaurant the only restaurant the only restaurant in mystic falls and we're outside right does it start outside yeah yeah, I think Elena is telling, or she's talking to Stefan, and they're like, Phil's at the grill. I just wrote Phil at the grill in my notes, so I had to say it out loud. Phil? Because it rhymed. I put Phil still in grill. Ooh, oh, that's a triple rhyme. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but Elena and Stefan have to have this argument outside about what their priorities are at the moment. What I thought was a cool thing about this scene 
was that there was it looked real it looked like a real restaurant outside there was a waiter and a waitress taking orders in the background and because to me in the in future episodes they don't bother with any of that <laughs> who are they right. who are this but they had them there taking order. it looked like a real restaurant verisimilitude i love it yeah and we don't usually get like patio shots at the grill usually like it's either yeah. inside the restaurant or like in that weird alley thing like yes. behind it we do um, visit that again today <laughs> yeah we do but it's weird because you pointed out that this is supposed to be like a winter like outside episode and this is like one of the like seeds at the grill where we get like a lot of outdoor dining it just, it just, oh. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense <laughs> hey winter in virginia Elena says something I really think is cool. I wondered what you guys thought of when Elena. I wrote Elena says, "What Damon wants and what we should do are two different things." Like I, I liked her having a strong opinion. I thought it about... was interesting too, because that's also like the opposite of what she like believes when it applies to herself. <laughs> yes, yes, right. Because yeah. the Salvators are always doing that to her, and she's like, "Fuck you! I know what I want. Like, stop making my decisions for me." But. The moment Damon's in trouble, she's like, I don't give a shit what Damon wants. We're going to go rescue that bitch. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Because, yeah, she wants to put a pause on the original killing plan to rescue Damon. But Stefan's like, no, we need, we have an original here. We cannot let this opportunity go. Damon wouldn't want us to let this opportunity go. Let's kill Phil. Yeah, and Elena, like, really pushes back and she's like, hey, like, if this was a situation in reverse, like, Damon would, like, definitely save you like Damon's life is like hanging in the balance here and um to your point John I thought I thought it was interesting uh for sure because I think that her like feelings for Damon is like what kind of like gave her the I don't know like bravery I guess to like really like voice her opinion and like step up um like she will mm -hmm. advocate for herself but she'll definitely jump in and, and do that for Damon so yeah. I think it kind of like fuels what we'll see later um, yeah. in the discussion with Stefan and, and Elena too yep Stefan's acting like a little bitch and he's like fine I'll figure it out myself <laughs> storms off he storms up does he storm off Stefan storms off a couple of times in this in this episode he's feeling very dramatic right now yeah he's having a lot of emotions he's not used to it so it's kind of a fake out here because we see elena saying she's gonna go rescue damon and then we cut to damon in the ballroom and this was the one scene where i did notice the lighting because i was like oh obviously this is some kind of dream sequence because it's like very like like spotlights on yeah. damon and elena i'm like it's very unreal looking it's like focus on focus uh Fish Island, and they did all kinds of, they pulled out all the stops for it, but it was cool. And Elena's peacoat was very uh, fe prominently featured in this <laughs> scene. Yes. They all got free peacoats. <laughs> I hope so. Yes. But yes, Elena has come to rescue Damon from his peril, and he's like, oh, Elena, Rebecca will be back any minute. Just leave me. And like, both of them are like panting and moaning in a very sexual way throughout this entire scene. It's they very sure distracting. <laughs> like with the effort of like freeing him, she's panting, but it sounds like a different kind of exertion. Yes. It's also not hard for Elena to pull open bear traps. Hey, she's been working out. She's been she lifting. She's getting swole like Sheriff Forbes. <laughs> uh and yeah like she gets him down like from the bear traps and he, 
they're like staggering like down the hallway of the Klaus house and Damon's like getting weaker and weaker and she's kind of like carrying him along and he like has to sit down and then she offers Damon her arm to drink and that is also like super sexual because Damon like has like this tired like boner face and Elena's Mm. like making like really aggressive eye contact with him Um, and I was like what is going on here but we're quickly quickly interrupted um, and see that Rebecca is actually just like fucking with Damon's thoughts while he's in a bunch of pain. And I guess she could do that because he's not on the vervain or could she do that otherwise? I think she could do it regardless. Like his defenses are really down right now. Super down. Right. Right. And this is where I have to talk about Buffy this week. John is a Buffy fan. I wonder if you know what I'm going to reference now. I bet I do. Season two of Buffy. Angel turns evil and he and Drusilla want to wake up this evil statue called a Cathla yeah. and swallow the world, mm-hmm. but they can't figure out how to do the ritual. So they kidnap Giles and Angel has recently murdered Giles's girlfriend, Jenny Calendar. Jenny Calendar. R.I.P. Jenny Calendar. R.I.P. Jenny Calendar. Miss you, girl. Sorry that you became like a super conservative religious person in real life. Oh, really? Oh, no. Yeah, she sucks. Oh. But anyway, uh... Drusilla has the power to hypnotize people, so she hypnotizes Giles to think that she's Jenny Calendar, so that he'll tell her the secret to awakening the statue of a Catholic. Mm-hmm. And it gets very intense, and they end up making out. <laughs> and <laughs> then Drusilla's enjoying it a little too much at the end, but it ends up with Giles spilling the secrets. Poor Giles. Justice for Giles. Yeah. But this, this was basically remi- exactly that. Yeah, it was exactly that. <laughs> But this was more violent, more blood, and it was sexier. Mm. I love Buffy, but Giles, you know. Don't think Giles is hot? I don't. (sighs) I probably would now, now that I'm I'm older than Giles was. Giles is such a babe. Okay. I remember, Beth, you'll appreciate this. I was watching Buffy at our shared house, and Uh I had it, (laughs) and Asia was, like, walking through and there was a scene with Giles and I was like, Asia, is it wrong if I, and she's like, no, don't even say it. Cause she knew I was going to say, if I think this like old guy is hot, this is, <laughs> I was probably like 26 at the time. Uh-huh. But then Asia finally watched Buffy recently and she thinks Giles is really hot now. And I'm like, vindication. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I did that, that now. I'm, I'm less choosy. I didn't watch Buffy until, like, I was in my 20s, so it was not gross that I thought Giles was hot. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, I watched it in real time, where oh, we man. had to wait a week to see the next episode. Wow. So, Not just streaming it on Netflix. Big Buffy head, but yeah. I... Anyway, enough about Buffy. Never. I mean, never enough about Buffy, but that was what I had to say about Buffy in this episode. Nice. And so Rebecca's like, not so nice when somebody goes into your thoughts, is it? (laughs) Now, Damon. And then Damon makes some bad decisions. Yeah, why does he goad her? He pokes the bear. Speaking of bears. Yep. Because he's like, oh, you can't have really thought that I actually liked you. You can't be that desperate. Oh, yeah. Wrong play. It was the wrong play. Dude. I know. Maybe he just gets off on the pain of being stabbed. Because obviously that's what she does immediately. Right, right. Yeah, that was a tough. That was a tough one. I was when he said that, I like 
yeah, I was pissed off at Damon and I like felt really bad for Rebecca. Like luckily, luckily she got her immediate revenge, but it was still yep. like hard because she did think that and it was so sad and poor Rebecca. Ugh. Why doesn't anybody like Rebecca? I, I love no. She's so great. I love her. I love her so much and I love that she just wants someone to like her and if they don't like her she'll try to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> and relatable. What are you going to do when you're a vampire? Yeah. Relatable content. Right. I'm always stabbing people who insult me. You know who she and I had the thought and you said uh Beth earlier I think you said he Damon was hanging sort of like Jesus like because <laughs> she stabbed him in the side and I immediately because I lapsed Catholic I uh -huh. thought oh they're doing like a religious thing some writer and thing stabbing him in the side <laughs> but uh, I don't know if, if anyone even thought that that was just the thought I had. I wonder if there's a deleted scene where Damon says my bro my bro why have you forsaken me <laughs> <laughs> also a lapsed Catholic <laughs> yeah, same here. That's why my mind immediately went, oh, this is a this is a Jesus uh, <laughs> image here. Mm -hmm. Yep, definitely uh, went there. Maybe I would have not been a lapsed Catholic if Ian Summerholder was the one we worshipped. Mm. I'm just saying. Right, yeah. Oh, speaking of Ian Summerholder, my mom texted me today to say happy birthday and she texted me a gift happy of, birthday. oh thank you a gift of ian somerhalder like eating a cake really dramatically <laughs> and she just said i don't know what this is but it seemed funny <laughs> oh my god and she's like is he a bad guy i was no. like oh mom that is the question yes <laughs> so what was happening on this show yeah so we leave Damon and Rebecca after that fucking horrible comment and then further stabbing and we go down the hallway where Bonnie and Klaus are working on the spell. He has curated their vials of blood. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> oh, right, like, yeah. This little, like, leather pouch that he unrolls and has all these glass vials and he's like, Rebecca, it Elijah, Cole, Finn, me! I, I, um, <laughs> I thought maybe he got them off of um, Stefan's Etsy store. Like he got that oh, container. Yes, right. And those vials and it was definitely maybe... custom made. <laughs> I just want to see like the request that he sent. Like I need something to very dramatically unveil vials of all of my siblings' blood to a witch. But he had to do it under a different name because Stefan knows Klaus's name. So oh yes, it would have to be yeah. my name is Kevin. <laughs> and I like blood, but it's cool. Don't think, don't worry about it. Right. Kevin yeah, Michelson. nothing fishy to see here. <laughs> but when Stefan hand delivered it, he might have figured it out too. So I, maybe that whole Etsy thing falls apart. Maybe Stefan has minions. He's like outsourced his production. <laughs> yeah. To the Lockwood Gardeners. <laughs> but yeah. Bonnie is still like protesting that she doesn't know what to do and he's like look I know that you need my siblings blood so here it is in this like steampunk looking thing and here's my blood where do you want it or he says where do you want us and I was like that sounded like a sexual thing but yeah he <laughs> dumps his wrist blood into a goblet and yeah adds all the other blood and then we have a lot of intercutting of scenes from this point on so what's happening with bonnie and klaus is that bonnie's like doing a spell 
with the mixed <laughs> blood in a goblet and like pouring it on a table and chanting and candles and blah blah blah. Yeah, things start. Yes. Things are starting in the you know slow beginning to a climax of the spell here. Yes. Right. And then on the other side of uh, town, we have Sage and Finn over at the grill. Um, Finn? And they are... Phil. No? Phil. <laughs> I've never heard you Thank call you. him Finn. <laughs> uh, I didn't know it was a hard set rule that we could not call him Finn now. But yes. Phil is his name. Get with it. Sorry about that, y'all. <laughs> so Sage and Phil are over at the grill and they have moved their evening along and they're doing tequila shots at this point. Yes. And Sage is like really like nagging him about like never having done a tequila shot because he was in a fucking coffin for 900 years. And she's like, <laughs> get ready to live. Like you have to do like tequila shots. And it's Can somebody so please weird. bang when was tequila invented? Because she's like shocked <laughs> yes. that he's never had tequila before. <laughs> oh my gosh i'm on it but then phil's response after taking his first tequila shot is i'm truly awed by the evolution of mankind <laughs> oh my god good lord all right the first versions of tequila date back to 1000 bc okay says okay. delish.com that seems legitimate so yeah. totes Maybe Phil was just a big loser before he got daggered, and that's yeah, why yeah. And he was <laughs> Rebecca like, Kit. He was a nerd, or, virgin loser before any of that. So, yes, that's why Sage is so incredulous here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're getting hammered, and then we have this like weird moment where like they're at the table having fun, and then like Troy walks through the <laughs> restaurant, and he's kind of like hey sage what's up and he gives her like a sexy nod and she's like like hello like acknowledges him or whatever and like phil is like picking up on like the weird vibes and she i don't know like she like goes on to like start talking about how like she has like her passions in life or something (laughs) it's like i forget exactly how she brings it up but it's basically saying that she's like turned troy and like fucks him basically yeah, well, Phil is really mad that she turned Troy because he hates vampires. And she's oh, like, oh, well, okay. we're in enemy territory, so I needed backup. And oh, you turned right. me, so, like, why are you judging me? Yeah, no, don't yeah. judge. But he says, my passions overtook my morals. I'm like, who are you, uh, Elijah? Elijah's <laughs> the moral one in the family. Right. Also, his question is so stupid because I think Troy comes up and says hi, and she goes, hi, Troy. And then he goes, do you know him? He <laughs> just looked like she a did Troy. just say hi, Troy. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Unless she was just, chance. like, inventing a name in the moment. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's pissed, but... What does he think they're going to do as a couple? I um, don't know. They if have he nothing can't... in common. It's like, even if he decides he wants to live, he still hates all vampires. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's not going to be very fun to be around. <laughs> he's not fun. Although he loves tequila now, so who knows? <laughs> And there's a scary moment where Sage is talking about how there are enemies everywhere and Matt walks by the table and she grabs his wrist and he's like, oh no, she knows that I am in on the plan. Right. I'm like, sweetie, nobody knows who you are. <laughs> she's like, we need more tequila. He's like, oh, okay, I'll go tell somebody who's over 18 and can serve alcohol. BRB. 
<laughs> it just goes to show that Sage is like one of those people who just like starts ordering drinks from the busser, like when they come by, <laughs> instead of just like waiting for your fucking server to come over and, and grabbing his from hand. Them. So yeah, impressive. so impressive. right. <laughs> <sighs> so he scurries, and they away. don't notice. They don't notice anything. They don't notice that um, early, a few minutes, a few seconds earlier, Matt was kind of lurking, and that Stefan's sitting at the bar. And yeah, Stefan's like five feet away, and they don't <laughs> notice him. Yeah. They're in love. She's in love. Ugh. But they get their second round of shots. And ironically, they toast to life. <laughs> to life. And then they both start gagging because that shit's for Vained. And yeah. Stefan, like, sassily walks by and looks over his shoulder as he, like, walks out the door, like, come and get me. Yeah. Yep. That was a good smirk. Follow him sh- and Definitely. meanwhile, Bonnie's spell seems to be doing something because all of the blood has started squiggling away into like five different blood piles. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a pile of blood, right? That's, That's what works. we got. That's what yes. liquids do. Um, so we know like they're being unlinked yeah. at yes. the exact moment that they're putting the plan into motion. And apparently Elena is helping with the plan instead of rescuing Damon. I was confused about that. Because Elena had said she was going to go rescue Damon, but she's at the grill and, like, helping with the plan right now. I feel like there was probably a deleted scene or something, and they're like, oh, no, people just won't care. Right, Yeah, or they, like, will think that we just accept the dream sequence as, like, reality and was like, oh, okay, Elena was there, but it didn't happen, so she was here the whole time. (laughs) The moral of the story is that Phil and Sage follow Stefan out into that weird back alley. Mm-hmm. And they start tussling, and suddenly the door opens, and we see Matt with a cross, or no, Elena with the crossbow. Elena. Elena with the crossbow. Yes. Oh my gosh. And she gets one shot off and gets Phil in the stomach, and he's staggering around like, "Oh no, I've been shot. I haven't been in Mystic Falls long enough that stomach wounds are just like par for the course everyday occurrences." Right. Uh, and Sage does not take it well. Immediately, she just starts being, like, so sad and just, like, sobbing and screaming. Well, it happens really fast and it's kind of confusing yeah. if you're not paying attention because yeah. Elena has just shot him in the stomach and, like, Stefan has lost his stake. But suddenly Matt Donovan comes from out of nowhere and stakes Phil in the heart. <laughs> oh, right, right. Oh, yeah, Matt is, like, but the key stay here. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, how yes. embarrassing to be an original vampire and get killed by Matt Donovan. <laughs> like, only Phil. This would only happen to Phil. And he, oh and he was gosh. only accidentally there because he was on that text chain accidentally that they didn't know he was on. Right, <laughs> so right. Thank God he was on that chain. And oh, that's right. Yes. He really came, he came in like Arya with the Night King. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out of nowhere to... Yes. To turn the tide of the whole battle. I'd like to see I liked seeing Elena shoot a crossbow and hit somebody. I thought that was a good Yeah. Oh well, yeah, the I first if, try. Uh, off screen she's been off at Duke taking lessons from Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, Phyllis dead. Sage is sobbing. Yeah. And it's actually kind of emotional. I'm like, okay, like her boyfriend's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She still sucks, but, but she seems very upset. He turns all gray and then, like, fucking spontaneously combusts and just, like, lights on fire. Yeah, just like I... happened to Michael when uh, yes. he got killed. Maybe that's Vampire an original Vampire killings thing. are very dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> they don't die like normal vampires. They, no, they go out they, with a bang. 
Yeah. Yes. The one thing I noticed too, because I used to be a waiter, I'm always aware. Um, uh, Sage and Phil did not pay the check. <gasps> she, they oh. just kind of ran out. And she was nice to the waitress. She was awful to Matt grabbing his hand and ordering, you know. Yeah. But, but she says thank you, written sweetly to the waitress when she puts down the tequila. She had a target <laughs> for her next dubious threesome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, R.I.P. Phil. R.I.P. Phil. Yeah. And I thought in this very moment, too, that that actor, you know, got the script and saw he was going to die. And then at what point did he learn that it was going to be an original spinoff? <laughs> and did he think, I'm not going to be, I'm not in that spinoff. I'm dead. Like, I'm the only original dead who's not going to be... <laughs> in the next show oh yeah i remember because at this point in the show i was watching like as it was airing and i remember when they started talking about doing the originals like there's chatter about it for a while before it was announced but the originals didn't start until after season four of the vampire diaries i think because there's a backdoor pilot in season four and no i don't want to do a spoiler alert but does phil ever show up in that Series? I never watched the original, so I don't know. Yeah, I never did either. I watched like part oh. of the first season, but then I never finished it for some reason. Someday I'll watch the originals and le- legacies, but not today. Yeah. Today we're just saying peace out, Phil. Mm-hmm. Yep. We will remember you, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> and we see Bonnie back uh, with Klaus very upset but obviously the plan has worked because class is not dying rebecca at some point in the scene says thank you bonnie see you in physics class <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like excuse me there's no physics class the only class is history i know and also nobody and goes to school anymore right they haven't been to school when were they at school not not for a while and when would they have time <laughs> when would they have time it was a cute little sassy comment for rebecca though yes uh and but i wish bonnie had said i wish bonnie had stopped and just said oh what was the homework again did you have it (laughs) so they could have actually (laughs) oh my god how'd you do on the pop quiz (laughs) a missed opportunity (laughs) i love that idea (laughs) i want to see a spinoff where rebecca and bonnie are in a physics study group and it's like community yes oh my god perfect (laughs) (laughs) oh all the spinoffs that could have been instead of the originals like Troy, Troy and Phil. Oh my God! Oh, I'm getting ahead. Oh God! <laughs> so they're escorting Bonnie out of the house, and earlier there was a moment where, like, she heard Damon screaming in pain. Right. Yeah. And Klaus yeah. had told her, like, don't worry about it. But she now sees him, like, as she's leaving, and she's like, "Oh fuck, that doesn't look great." Yeah, and Klaus is kind of, like, egging her on a little bit. He's like, go on, Bonnie, help him. Save the man who turned your mother to a vampire. And Bonnie, like, kind of considers it for a minute, but she decides not to help, and she just kind of, like, leaves. Yeah, she's like, no, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I liked that. I liked Bonnie making that decision. Yeah. Yeah, but it's weird because then she calls Elena... And it's like, oh my god, they have Damon, and it's really bad. You gotta like get him out of there. I, her guilt got, yeah, her yeah. guilt got to her. Yeah, and she has an amazing scene. Oh my god, with, poor Bonnie. It's like great that they did this yeah. because Bonnie has like been through it 
constantly like every episode and she finally yes. just like sits down and starts sobbing and i'm like this is really sad and yes get it out but maybe get out of the original's driveway <laughs> right go yeah. to a safe location first Good maybe point. she was yeah. waiting for a lift or an uber so she couldn't <laughs> That's right. like the if web series kidnapped. they should have done of yeah. like the one Uber driver in Mystic Falls who's just like what he's up to during all of the episodes. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. <laughs> People are always just oh. getting into his car covered in blood. <laughs> Sometimes a wolf shows up. Alaric has somehow stored his weapons in that car as well. Yes. For, yes. <laughs> for he's like looking in the glove use. compartment and is like, what is this grenade? <laughs> But he always has a bottle of water. He hands every every one of his clients a bottle of water. Yep. Only water, just in case. <laughs> it's got her vein in it, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess holy water isn't a thing on this show. I was thinking of Buffy. And we know holy water is, it's not decorative. <laughs> in the second or whatever episode, when they go through, when Elena asks him about all the things, like crucifixes, those oh. are decorative. Holy oh, water. Yeah. Holy water is something I forget that he says, mythical or something. But crucifixes are decorative. Or something like that. Okay. But on Buffy, if a vampire drinks holy water, it like implodes. Yeah. Oh, okay. As we learned in the classic episode, Helpless. (laughs) Anyway, Bonnie is very sad and traumatized. And it's like a great moment where she gets off the phone with Elena because Elena's like, tell me more details, like more information. She's like, I'm sorry, I have to go now. She just hangs (laughs) up on Elena and starts weeping. It's one of those good weepy, like, slide down the little wall, cement wall or something, and weeping, and she's really good. Yes. Um, She does very good cry acting. Yep. Good job, Cat Graham. We love you. Yes, our number one. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, she is processing some trauma. Uh, Meanwhile, we go to Stefan. Are they at the boarding house now? Yeah, because Caroline's there, I think, with Alaric, and Stefan and Elena arrive. Oh, wait, is this the moment with the hilarious transition where it's like Bonnie weeping, and then it cuts to Caroline being like, Welp, vampire body disposal is not my forte. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, like, you're wow, right. I forgot about weird. that. And yes. it's fun. and she comes in <laughs> she comes in wiping her hands and saying um you know bury she just buried two vampires and Elena yes. is picking up like a book that fell <laughs> so it seemed like in in the time Caroline took to bury two vampires Elena kind of picked up a book and put a doily back on the side table <laughs> oh my god that made me laugh a lot but. <laughs> Somebody, somebody comes in and is like, or yeah, Caroline's like, so did it work? Did you kill Phil? Like, yeah. But Stefan's like, this isn't over until I see Klaus's dead body. Because Klaus is the only one he really cares about. Right. And Elena's like, Jesus fucking Christ, like, just chill. <laughs> Stop thinking about Klaus for five seconds. Are you in love with him or what? Whatever. I mean. And he leaves so- to, like, go check out the Klaus sitch and... Caroline says, yeah. I miss well-adjusted Stefan. <laughs> I'm like, when did we ever see well-adjusted Stefan? Right? I know. He was just hiding his true nature for, like, six months when him and Elena were in, like, their honeymoon phase. But we don't get to think about it for too long because immediately Sage bursts in the yes. house and says, ding dong. 
<laughs> I was like, yes, Sage, you are a ding dong. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she comes in with like the fury that I have not seen before, and she just like slaps the shit out of Caroline, and she's like, I'm not here for you. I'm here for Stefan. And she just like like runs in and she's about to like kick Stefan's ass and she just like starts to get weak and Stefan's kind of like hey what's like going on here because he's able to like capture like one of her punches and like put down her arm and she starts to kind of like bleed from like the mouth and like starts kind of like puking and like getting a bloody nose and like turning a little gray she says, Troy, help me, because Troy's there too. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Troy's there, right? But, but yep. Troy also has a frog in his throat. Yeah. He gets a little yeah. pukey. Pukey on the oriental rug. Yeah. Yep. And Sorry, it happens demon. quick. Yeah, they just oh, both be- drop dead. Before we yeah. get there, though, can I bring up that moment? Right, I think it's right before that. Um, <laughs> well, first of all, um, uh, Sage says to Caroline or someone, I'm not here. I'm not here for you. I'm here for him. And I did think, well, you had him outside and you threw him back in the house. So why didn't you kill him outside? But oh, I was, but, it, but this is my favorite mo- moment in the entire episode, I think, is when uh, Elena sees, if I do have this right, Elena sees um, Sage go for Stefan and makes a decision to take off. And she's stopped by Troy. But in the oh. mo- but I, I loved that moment because I thought, it was the first time and I, that Elena oh. made a decision. Either either she's going to take care of herself and fuck you, Stefan, or I'm going to go to Damon and fuck you, Stefan. <laughs> like, either way, yeah. her, her making the decision to leave and take care of, mm. to get the fuck out of there and let leave him to his fate. That's so I, not I love, Elena. I love it. Yeah, I love that no. for her. Yeah, Good I job, didn't girl. pick up on that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ugh, but yes, we suddenly have two dead vampires and we're not sure why elena says she just died i'm like yes (laughs) yes i loved that moment yeah she just died (laughs) thank you but then i also have like a million favorite things in this episode because (laughs) then caroline says maybe sage was so in love with phil she just died of sadness Clearly, that's how like, she died. That's hilarious, <laughs> and it's also like you burnt sage. Like that would be the stupidest way to die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Stefan's the one who finally figures it out that it's the bloodline because they all died right after Phil, and Phil was the one who right. turned sage. And they're like, "Oh shit! If an original dies, every vampire from their bloodline dies." So Matt Donovan just mass murdered a lot of vampires. <laughs> He did. Like, he now has a higher body count than any of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So true. Because <laughs> she had 900 years to um, be turning vampires. That's and a she lot. She was really right. into that shit, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good but... on you, Matt. So now they're worried about themselves. <laughs> and I think this is when Stefan goes to House of Klaus for the big showdown. Yeah. With the gym bag full of steaks. (laughs) Yes. And he walks in with style. (laughs) He walks in with style because he, like, walks in and immediately growls, like, Klaus, I'm here! And, like, (laughs) calling him into the room where Stefan's, where Damon's still all tied up. Um, And he makes the offer to Klaus that he will exchange 
the last eight weapons, eight, quote unquote, um, that could kill the originals um, in exchange for his brother. And Klaus and Rebecca don't know what's been going on, so they're like, there can't be another yeah. weapon. We burned all that wood. But they're like, oh, uh, Seven's like, oh, Al, we just killed Phil. So, yeah, we have some weapons. <laughs> right. Yeah, you forgot about the Wickery Bridge sign. And now they're paying attention. And Klaus is like, how do I know that there are only these eight stakes? And Seven's mm-hmm. like, you just do. And he's like, nah, I don't believe you. I've been burned before. <laughs> and he does a really gross thing to Damon. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. <clears throat> Vervain has left his system and Klaus compels him to leave which means that he spends several uncomfortable moments trying to rip his hands out of the bear traps yeah (laughs) and they like and they like actually show it which they don't Mm -hmm. normally show like the most gory things that happen they'll show like a second of it and like cut away but this one it was like pretty realistic my favorite actually this is where we have the transition to Caroline cheerfully having disposed of corpses Oh, okay. after something like really intense. That's even better. <laughs> right. The one my my ultimate ultimate favorite favorite moment is in is when Klaus compels Ian because I'm obsessed with Ian and his eyebrows and his eyelashes. He has the longest eyelashes in the world, and they do a yeah. they go quick like they they go in tight like they do with um, whenever they compel, and it's mm-hmm. Klaus's eyelashes which are nothing, tiny whatever, and then they go to. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Damon's, which are long and beautiful and lush, and they go back and forth a few times, and Damon wins that that eyelash off. <laughs> yeah, it's like the before Hell and yeah. after of that like eyelash extending product that was it like Nev Campbell or something was in the commercial. Oh yeah, Latisse. <laughs> Latisse. That's yep. it. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Product placement. Sponsor us. <laughs> come through latisse <laughs> oh my god so yes we i think we do cut from that so we don't see the end of that scene until after uh this conversation between caroline and elena where elena's like so seven went to trade the stakes for damon but don't worry we saved enough to kill three of the originals whichever one didn't originate our bloodline right your bloodline to which i say why is everybody suddenly just like we learned that this kills all the vampires in the bloodline they're super chill about murdering possibly like millions of vampires right they are probably some of those are your friends (laughs) or like people you've met along the way like yeah that seems very morally questionable i didn't think about it like like that really like the ramifications of like okay we'll kill all of the ones who are in our bloodline that would be yeah, killing yeah. whatever percent four-fifths of all the vampires on earth is they right. don't think that they don't ask themselves the hard questions yeah they just no. going forward but yes caroline connects the dot and thinks oh well there's one that i care about if uh, they're not in the same bloodline because elena's saying if we're lucky you guys didn't come from Klaus's bloodline because we really want to kill him the most. But Carolyn's like, oh, well, my boyfriend who's out of town right now uh, definitely was sired by Klaus and has caused us a lot of problems. So if right. you kill Klaus, he's going to die. And Elena pretends to care about Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, no. 
Damn. Oh. I definitely I re- am reconsidering this plan. Because <laughs> no. I saw you two. You two were in it for the long run. I just I knew that. Yes. So they're worried about that, and then we go back to Damon struggling out of the bear traps. Oh, I did think them trying to figure out who was sired by who and who. Oh yeah, they were who doing would the die? Plan. Who was like tracking like COVID or STD partners? Like oh right. <laughs> <laughs> But they determined that whoever turned Rose, because Rose turned Catherine right. unwittingly, and Catherine mm-hmm. turned Stefan and Damon, and Caroline died with Damon's blood in her system from when she got in that car crash on the night of, of Founder's Day massacre. Right. And Bonnie made Damon heal her. Memories. I, I was going to say, good times. Also, you have the best memory for the show ever. Yes. <laughs> there are so many facts about yes. the Vampire Diaries in my brain taking up the place of things that would like be useful to my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, this me? is very useful to my life, Claire. <laughs> I do it all for you. Uh, but yes, so... Klaus is now satisfied that the Vermeyan is out of Damon's system. Right. And did we already talk about the fact that he's compelled and... Um, then Klaus asks him, like, how many daggers are there actually? Um, yeah, like, Damon, I think he was just yeah. testing with the bear trap thing to make sure he oh, actually, right. like, couldn't lie. So right. So he could ask him, is Stefan telling the truth about how many daggers there are? Right. And of course he's not. And there's 11. And D- Stefan said that there was eight, but there's actually 11. Yeah. Math. <laughs> <laughs> and Klaus really goes off here and it's hilarious. I loved Klaus saying this speech of giving you someone, I give you someone to loathe. And I thought that was it. Okay, now I get why he's on the show. <laughs> what is wrong right. with you? Do you really have no appreciation for me? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my gosh. Klaus has had it. Yeah. He's been having these feelings about Stefan for this whole time. Like, he was in love with Stefan. Stefan was his bro and didn't want to be his bro once he had free will. And. Stefan has not, or Klaus has not processed these feelings yet, so he's going to have a breakthrough here in group therapy. (laughs) Oh, you know what? He just, he's like Rebecca. He just wants people to like him. Yeah. They kind of have that in common. Mm -hmm. And it'll kill them if they don't. And they're looking for love in all the wrong places, or (laughs) by all the wrong means. Yes. Vampires and humans have a lot in common. We're all just the same. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and klaus even goes so far as to saying that like stefan should be thanking him for everything that he's like put him through it's yeah because it wild. gives him somebody yeah. to be mad at so he doesn't have to be mad at himself mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and i don't know if stefan says anything back or if he just kind of like gets like so fed up with Klaus's like soliloquy here that he just like grabs one of the daggers and like pushes him up against the wall and he's like ready to kill him. And then Rebecca, he was tired of that actor having too many lines. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I, I picture Stefan having your raven face at this, Beth. <laughs> yes, exactly. When Beth gets annoyed and sassy, she makes a face like Raven Simone. Yes, I do. I have a I have a good side eye going on. <laughs> but yeah, Rebecca is just like, oh my god, these fucking men. Yep, this is so stupid. I'm going to end this right now. Thank God, somebody has to step in here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Rebecca is pretty much like enough, enough. So she like 
gets Klaus away from Stefan. She releases Damon very unceremoniously. She's just like opening up the bear traps. He's like falling all over the place. And she's like, yeah, I brought him here. I can release him. And then she just like sums it up real quick. She's like, listen, bring us the stakes that you both have. Then you could live. Um, and Stefan, take your brother here as like a sign of good faith that we know that you'll come back. And Klaus doesn't put up a fight here, which kind of surprised me. Like he's, he's just kind of like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she was pretty direct, so she was in charge in that moment, and he, yeah. Yeah. Just get off one shot to Stefan, like, if you don't bring me these stakes, I'll wage a war against everyone you love. Like, that's (laughs) literally what Klaus has been doing, like, since before he even ever appeared on screen. Right. What else is new? He makes that threat so much that at some point you've got to back it up. Yep. I know. And then we have a dramatic sibling conversation. Yeah, so Rebecca and Klaus kind of walk into another very large, fancily decorated room. Um, and Klaus just starts, like, talking shit about the fact that Phil is dead. Like, he just, like, can't wait to start, like, <laughs> making fun of him. Which, I mean, we all hate Phil, so, like, I agree. But also, Klaus is just such an asshole, like he's so bad so he's basically like saying that like he's glad that phil's dead that he lived most of his life in a coffin anyway so it wasn't really like that big of a loss because he wasn't actually like a man or whatever the hell and he's better off dead he didn't know tequila he didn't he never yeah. he didn't know what that was so. he got to at least do a couple tequila shots only one of which was laced with ravine before he <laughs> He lived he lived a little to yes, life he did <laughs> And yeah, Rebecca's upset here because um, she kind of looks at Klaus and you almost like see like the way that she looks at him change here a little bit. And she's like, wow, is like that how you would talk about me? Like if I were dead and Klaus has a good comeback here, he's like, well, you just let the Salvatores go with all the stakes. So I guess we'll figure that out one way or another. (laughs) Yep. And he's but, like, so since when do you have a spot, soft spot for the Salvatores? Mm-hmm. Like, well, since she's banged both of them. Probably. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I talked when I heard her, when I, when he said that, and I, I kind of knew she, she didn't kill Damon, not because she was saying, you know, take it as a sign of good faith, because she's kind of in love with him still, and maybe even Stefan. She's, she thinks it could happen with somebody. <laughs> she's got to keep them alive. <laughs> go as far to say she was in love with Damon but I feel like her feelings were really hurt by it and yeah okay uh, fair fair enough you're right you're right she thought maybe there was a future that maybe somebody actually liked her and that she yeah. and, and she's naive like she thinks she always thinks people are are being real with her so I kind of yeah, like that like, about it happened yeah. with Elena it happened with Stefan everybody's done it to her and it's terrible yeah. poor yeah. Rebecca but yeah. she says that the Salvatores know what family means because even when they fight, they would die for each other. Mm-hmm. And Klaus is like, well, I'm going to go get a new family. I'm going to take Elena and go out of town and make a bunch of hybrids and they'll meet my new siblings and we'll live happily ever after and it won't be creepy. <laughs> <laughs> and Rebecca's like, okay, work. Bye. Right. And... Yeah, Rebecca's like, and what if I choose to stay here? Um, 
And then he's like, then you'll just be as pathetic as Phil. But I'm curious, like, how this set us up for, like, some future episodes, too. Mm, so yeah. if we might have, like, Rebecca staying and, like, maybe we get a school episode and her and Bonnie or... Well, she's got physics. They, she yeah. can't leave. Right. She needs to know exam. how she did on the test. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I'm curious if, like, her letting Stefan and Damon go, even after she tortured Damon, might be, like, a step towards, like, their side um, in a way oh. from from Klaus at this point. Interesting. Well, there's definitely some uh, friction between her and Klaus at this point. Yep. They're always on a roller coaster, just like the Salvatores. But <laughs> I think that's where we leave those two. Yep. And then we have to have a Steph and Elena scene, which is very dramatic. Very dramatic. And it do. doesn't start well because, for me, because uh, I saw a straw hat or a cowboy hat on the coat rack Ooh. and a baseball hat. Lena walks in past the coat rack and there is a full on like baseball hat and cowboy or straw hat. <laughs> those, are from, <laughs> those are props for Stefan's improv class. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah, they have to talk about this whole Klaus thing. Stefan's like, okay, I'm over Klaus now. This is stupid. He won. I've wasted so much time thinking about this. And now I just give up. I lost so much. I lost everything. Blah, 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 blah. And Elena's like, dude, I still love you. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, I'm like, we've talked about this so many times, but like, I'm like really tired of like these conversations because they happen like every episode. Um, but yeah, Stefan's all like, what did I lose in the process of spending all of this time like chasing down Klaus and worrying about Klaus? And um, it's like, I guess we could talk about it in Wire Men, but it's just like so fucking frustrating because Elena has, was trying to have this conversation with him for like a while. And now like he's at the point where he's ready to like address it and like talk about it. So he has to put her through, like, the emotional turmoil of having this discussion, like, after it seems like she tried to move on. Yeah. Uh, and she's yeah. ready to, like, get back together, basically. Right, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. But Seven has regrets, and he's like, it's all my fault. Mm -hmm. You love me, sure, but you're also in love with Damon. J'accuse. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Kitty. Oh, can you hear Satirius? Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy he's to hear chirping. His I just hated here though, like how Stefan like puts this on Elena, and he's like, like tell me, like look me in the eye, and like tell me that you don't feel anything for Damon, and she's kind of like, oh, like I don't know what I feel. <sighs> it's rough. And then Stefan makes his fucking wounded face, and yeah, like puts his emotions like on Elena, like as if this was all her fault, and kind of like walks away. Yep. It was, it did, though, he did say it's all my fault, and I don't know if that's the first time, but when he said that, I thought, oh, thank God you're taking, because he has dodged that, it uh, seems like to me. But he's doing, like, his murder shit with it, too. He's like, oh, yeah. if I hadn't made these decisions, Elena oh. could have never fallen for Damon, because that's how it works. <laughs> oh, I like, see. Like, I'm I totally see. in charge of what Elena's feeling. I have complete mm -hmm. control. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Classic. Yep. But yes, we're now into this stage of the love triangle, I guess. <laughs> but this is not where we finish the episode. We have one last scene. 
I like that he walked out of his own room. I guess. <laughs> right. Yep. I mean, normally you would, you'd walk away. And he knew an exit line, but he, it was, it's his room. It just seemed a little weird. Yeah, he's like, oh, wait, this is my <laughs> That's house. That's true. Yeah. Actually, Although, does Elena leave? still own it? I, think, I don't know. I think we determined oh. she stopped owning it when she temporarily died in the sacrifice. She died. Because oh, vampires okay. could come in. And they never bothered. Right. I don't know who owns it now. It's like public domain. (laughs) That's not what public domain means, but you know what I mean. It's probably Carol Lockwood somehow. (laughs) I love it. And she'll invite any vampire into anywhere. Yeah. She will. She has no qualms. She just likes to flirt. She's a flirt. Yep. So we close the episode with yet another cliffhanger. I don't know how you guys felt about it, but I didn't find this one as exciting as some of the other cliffhangers. Possibly because I find the whole secret serial killer plotline really stupid. Yeah. But at but, least it was something to end it. <laughs> yeah, because now right. they're like, we have to get all of the stakes that are still out there so that we can make good on this deal. And so Damon yeah. has gone to Alaric's to get his. And Alaric's like, I put it on the bookshelf. That's such a clever hiding spot. I was throwing such shade on yours. Mine is brilliant. <laughs> Right, and I'm the only one who knew that it was here, so we know what that means. Yes, because you can't find my it. My vampire, yeah, my vampire-hating alter ego has has it somewhere. Yeah, in his butt, his, maybe. He put in it. his butt. <laughs> I know, it's just like, check. It's like when you lose, some, yeah. you lose your keys, and it's like, check your purse. It's probably in your purse, and you never check your purse, and then you finally check your purse, and it's there. <laughs> Like, always check your uh, butt first on this show. Always. And we established always. early on that they were putting stakes up butts in the first scene. So, yes. There's, like, all kinds of stuff goes in those butts. <laughs> it's really a carry all. But yes, he is upset. And Damon says, like, the most exposition y thing. <laughs> like, you're telling me that your vampire oh, yeah. alter ego has a weapon that could kill possibly my entire bloodline? And Lark's like, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Boom, end of episode. Yes. And scene. Yes, so good. Oh my god. And I uh, came up with a name for vampire-hating alter ego Alaric. Would you like to hear it? Mm-hmm. It's yes. Alardic. Alardic, yes. Mm-hmm. Claire for president. So that was a very exciting episode. And I it realized was. one of the reasons I liked it so much was that Meredith wasn't there. <laughs> yes right Meredith I guess is still recovering from her wounds from last week yeah I forgot about her we don't have to hear her making any more unethical medical decisions in this episode no. she could have made a great contribution to that last scene when they were looking for the steak she could have said I don't know where anything is in this loft <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah, there is lots of action. There is a lot of hilarity, both intentional and unintentional. Some emotional moments that were good. We lost the two biggest drips. Sage and Phil, RIP. <laughs> and Troy. And Troy. Oh, yeah. Well, Troy, I really will miss with his weird well, yes. face. But he wasn't given a like chance. Brooke. He got one line. Hey, Sage. Hey, Sage. <laughs> Just like Brooke and Darren, RIP. Oh, the OGs. Yes. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I, I thought this episode was really good. And, and 
I like that it wrapped up what seems to have been a storyline that has been dragging on for a really long time. Because when did they first talk talk about killing Klaus? It was last season, right? It was season two. It was before Klaus even showed up on the show. Right. Yeah, exactly. So they won't be killing him, probably. Yeah. I don't know. They at least have to find some kind of workaround on Tyler's behalf. For Tyler. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Or really for Caroline. Yeah. (laughs) Because she would be sad. Not so much because they care about Tyler. (laughs) Right. Protect Caroline at all costs. Tyler, we'll see. (laughs) What do you think Tyler's doing right now, Beth? Where the fuck is he? I know that they probably covered it in some sort of episode. Like, is he out, like, trying to beat his werewolf transition still? Is that what he's doing? He's trying to break the sire bond. Break the sire bond. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. And he can't text with her while he's doing that? He doesn't have the AT&T phone, so he can't (laughs) write out messages with the stylist. And if he can't do that, what's the point of texting? (laughs) I know. Yeah, I think Tyler's out. I don't know. He's probably just fucking off somewhere, truthfully. (laughs) I don't have high hopes for him getting over the sire bond, but we'll see. see Time will tell. Yes. So let's just launch right into our segments, because I feel like we're all going to have a lot to say. Yes. And uh, as our special guest, John, you get to go first. Uh, oh, we, okay. we will ask you who you want to punch. Let's see. I wrote there were there were many things, but it has to be one person, right? So yes. I, I think I want I want to punch Klaus for mansplaining to Rebecca <laughs> how to bleed someone. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I thought she's done I feel it. Like... And he's controlling. That's an excellent reason uh, why to punch Klaus, too. It's not because of, like, any of the other things. It's that. <laughs> him mansplaining to Rebecca. So good. Rebecca's got this. Good choice. How about you, Claire? I would like to punch... I never think about this beforehand, so sometimes it takes me a minute. No, that's okay. Beth, you go first. Because I have okay. to think about it. So my number one pick was Klaus, not for the mansplaining reason, but that is the best reason why you would choose Klaus. But let me go ahead and pick somebody else. Um, I feel like it's tricky because like so much went on in this episode. Oh, wait, I know who I want to punch. Yes, you. Oh. I would like to punch Jeremy Gilbert. <laughs> oh, good. Yes. <laughs> putting his stupid yes. fucking face in this episode. Yeah, yes. And being used as emotional blackmail for Bonnie. Like, even when he's in Colorado, he's still fucking with Bonnie somehow. And he's there with his dog, who doesn't make sense. And I was just so mad to have to see him. And I always want to punch Jeremy. And with him out of town, it's hard to find a chance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I fully support this. Oh, I should have punched him because it's my only chance ever will be to punch Jeremy was probably now. (laughs) You can always punch him in your heart. Yes. (laughs) So I think that, Claire, you you chose my old standby. Um, (laughs) Always an excellent choice, punching Jeremy. Um, I think I'm going to punch Stefan um, because of the emotional manipulation that he's pulling on Elena. And also, he was just really... Aggressive isn't the the right word, but really, like, single-minded this episode in, like, killing the originals and just, like, really dismissive of a lot of things that Elena had to say. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I don't know. He just really rubbed me the wrong way this week. 
Yeah, he was annoying. Yeah, yeah. he was. He was pissy. Three His hair wasn't great either. Sorry. <laughs> it was very tall this week, I think. It was tall. Yeah. And Damon's wasn't good. There, there was a, there were good hair people and not good hair people. It did look like Damon got a haircut, maybe, which is good because he had kind of a mullet. He did. That, that was bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, on the opposite side of the spectrum, uh, John, who did you want to high five? Oh, um, Elena, one hundred percent. I wrote for seeming, for seeming to pick herself first mm. when she ran instead yeah. of. When she ran away from Stefan instead of being a martyr. And again, I wasn't sure if she was running because I'm going to save Damon or, <laughs> you know, I'm just going to save myself. But I'd like to think it was to save herself. And she gets a high five if it's that. She finally learned self-preservation instincts. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it only In that moment. Three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good choice. That is an excellent choice. I know so... it's, it's weird, but I'm just feeling it right now. I'm going to high five Matt Donovan. <laughs> Oh, weird. Yeah, okay. No, he, that he was made me good. laugh yeah. several times in this episode, and he killed Phil. And I'm like, that is hilarious mm-hmm. and perfect. And he also accidentally killed a lot of vampires, and yeah. I just think that's so funny. And he did it on a break. He probably was on break and had to go right back to, to yeah. work. So. I wonder if he gets, <laughs> right. like, a bonus at the grill for that. <laughs> so, good job, Matt. This is what I want for Matt to just, like, be in the background saying occasionally funny things and just like going along with everybody else's plans and having yeah. no opinions. Yeah. Yeah. Just stand there and look stupid, Matt. <laughs> and uh, that's a good choice. It was actually going to be one of my picks, I think for high five Ooh. after I remembered that it was Matt that did the, uh, <laughs> the staking. Um, but I think that I'm going to go with Rebecca then. Mm. Um, you know, the torturing Damon wasn't really great. Um, however, I think that she, like, really made a change for the whole show and kind of, like, the traje- trajectory of the characters when she decided, like, hey, this is fucked up. Like, enough is enough. Like, get out of our house. Like, go get us the stakes and maybe we'll be able to live happily ever after. So, also, Rebecca's just fucking awesome. She looked great this episode. Um, she and she's super cool. So, what a good good decolletage mm. that was called yes she looked good yeah and i was on board with the torture because damon fucking deserved it like by the morals of the show i did not have a problem with the torture in this scenario right right like in real life uh, torture bad but <laughs> he did some really fucked up shit to her and he got some bad yeah and yeah. that made me happy yeah. your revenge did she put the bear traps back in the shed mm, i don't know oh the gardeners oh. Clean, clean up all that yeah, they'll, they they'll use wipe them the as blood off. Traps. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so from ecstasy to agony, <laughs> why are men? John, would Look you like me. to explain some things <clears throat> to us? I, uh, I couldn't. I was going to ask you guys to do that because I, I was gonna, I was hoping that you would tell me. <laughs> I, I, the only thing I could think of is why are they not letting Elena in from, to to the whittling party, like yeah, that, that, made that annoyed sense. me from the ver- from the get go. Right, but then you guys, you guys tell me why Ironman because I don't know. I it's don't like know a why. reflex for them to hide things from Elena because there's no reason that Elena shouldn't have known about this plan because it's like right. ten minutes later that they're, they're like meet us in the forest. Yes, Look at these stakes we made. It's like yes. they don't want the ladies around power tools. <laughs> I know. What? It 
was so weird that they hid it from her because you're right they sent out the group text shortly thereafter (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was fucked up the big thing that bothered me was with klaus and bonnie when it was one of the moments where bonnie was like this is really hard and complicated blah 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 i don't like this and klaus says you're being emotional bonnie oh yeah and like yeah, bitches be crazy she's really upset at hearing like the tortured screams of somebody coming from off screen and like she is being emotional by the end of this episode but that's not a bad thing like klaus gets emotional yeah klaus if, if anybody was getting emotional this week it was klaus and his whole rant at the end about why doesn't anybody like me i'm so cool <laughs> yeah but it's just this typical thing of like a woman is not behaving in the way that a man wants her to in that moment. So it's like, oh, ladies always letting their emotions ruin everything. Mm-hmm. Like, why right. can't you just be cold and logical like me? Ten minutes later, man throwing a hissy fit bigger mm-hmm. than any woman ever has in her life. He's butt hurt because yeah. Stefan, uh, you know, wouldn't <laughs> take his calls anymore or something. Yeah. <laughs> Stefan left him on red and he had some feelings about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah yeah that really i think that's yeah i kind of missed that the first time around but you know saying that emotions or acting emotional is a bad thing is something that's like commonly ascribed to women and it's so dumb especially in this scenario because (laughs) bonnie like has to harness like her power to do this and that has to be like wrapped up in emotions you know what i mean it just like totally like negates like what she's doing there as well yeah and she's in like a very tense situation where like people like her family and friends are being threatened she's hearing horrible screams coming from another room like she's being forced to do Mm -hmm. something that she doesn't want to do and that also she's undoing a spell that the original witch did like that is hard there's a lot going on for her yeah they don't make them like they used to the spells yeah (laughs) yes yeah that was dumb and she's the only witch in town yep it all comes down to her Mm -hmm. r.i.p grams and her mom well not r.i.p to her mom but yeah she's not you know now she's a vampire not a witch anymore because she's a vampire yeah 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 and i already talked about it a little bit but the other thing that really jumped out at me is just like Stefan emotionally manipulating Elena um, during their conversation, like towards the end of the episode, just again, like when he put her on the spot and like was forcing her to explain, like state that she didn't love Damon or that she didn't have feelings for Damon. It just didn't seem like that's something that Stefan should have like the ability to do. Like he put her through so much shit Like, he almost drove her off Wickery Bridge. He was the one who, like, ran away and, like, stopped talking to her. He was the one that came back and just acted like a total asshole. And, like, for... It just seemed like he was trying to make her feel guilty by being so, like, woe is me. And, like, putting her in that scenario. And, yeah, that is par for the course with Stefan, but... um, And it's not hard to write the scene. It's not hard to have the the actress <clears throat> give it back it makes it seem more interesting if she says something like stop stop manipulating me emotionally or or, or, or and have bonnie say who's the emotional mess 
Klaus, some I've seen you do it. It's not right. hard to, to write those that in dialogue, and it, and it kind of makes a more gives more levels to the to the actors, you know. And hopefully, if it were redone, the the reboot will have more of that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they do give some of that to some of the other female characters, like Rebecca gets it, and gets the clap back, and like Catherine. Catherine, yes. So I think, and even Caroline once in a while. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. But Elena has to be able to like be this blank slate in some ways for whatever position the love triangle is in to work. Yes. So like yeah. she has to, they have to be allowed to tell Elena what she's feeling. Mm -hmm. That's why I liked her in this episode weirdly because uh, she did things. She shot a crossbow. She she made a decision for her own well being maybe, and she told Stefan, "We're gonna. I don't care what Damon wants. This is what I want, or whatever." Like she, mm -hmm. yeah, she had that. Well, we will continue to ask ourselves this question every week for the <laughs> no, rest of No, it's not life. answered? Okay. <laughs> anyway, who should have done it? Oh, God, there's that. Um, yeah. uh, Troy and Sage. Because mm. I'd like to think he had some... Uh, I don't know. He, didn't have, he had a very short-lived vampire life. Maybe, maybe it would have been fun for him. I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing. I felt a little bad for Troy. Yeah. He barely... You know, yeah. He probably, he killed one person so he could feed and transition. Yeah. But he didn't have any fun as a vampire. He didn't even get to do shots with Sage and Phil. <laughs> no. No, he, he was not. He probably had to pay the bill when they oh, left. Man. He walked out. He had to pay it. Right. I wonder if he was, like, a bartender at the grill. Because he had very strong Ben of the Mystic Grill vibes. Yeah. He did. <laughs> uh, good choice. Good choice. <laughs> Beth, what do you think? And what do you, um, so I feel like there was so much action in this one that it was like hard to see the romance. And obviously I'm <laughs> against like whatever is going on with Stefan this week. Yeah. Um, I think that I'm actually going to pick Damon and Elena. Um, Ooh, hot take. Yeah, I know it's, I kind of liked like the, the sexy dream scene. Um, <laughs> and... I feel like it would be a good way to get back at Stefan for being such a total dickwad. Uh, but mostly I just liked the sexy scene. So that is my choice. <laughs> it was sexy and she seemed to be almost topping him a little yeah. bit. Because <laughs> yeah. he was very woozy and his eyes, his lids were half shut and he couldn't. And she was just like, knew what to do, drink. Right. Absolutely not yep. the first time that Damon has been topped. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Uh, like and it. what do you think, Claire? I'm going to be a little out there this week and say, I want Giles and Jenny Calendar to do it. Oh. Oh, nice. Because they never got to. We don't like her, though, anymore. So, but... Well, not in real life, but on the show. They had a sex date, but then she got murdered. And I was right. thinking about it this week. Right, right, right. Oh. And I didn't really want anybody on the show to do it. So Giles and Jenny Calendar. Okay. Okay. Here, here. <laughs> R.I.P. Jenny Calendar. Yes, uh, always in our hearts. The techno-pagan of my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is it for our segments. Do we have any final yes. thoughts about this episode? It was a good one. A lot of shit happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see what happens next. I'm curious like how far they're going to take this whole Alaric homicidal 
secret stake situation. Um, I hope that it's kind of quelled like pretty quickly <laughs> and that we can kind of see what the next phase of things is going to be. But yeah, this this was a good one. Seems like there were there were a couple big kind of turns or beats of when when Elena when Elena has feelings for Damon. Is this the first? And we kind of knew that, but yeah, it's out there. It's been said, and right, right. And also, um, this fucking you know the Klaus thing killing the originals now is going to change to something else. So um, yeah, those are two ends or something or beginnings that that are mm. thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot going on, and I think there's four episodes left this season. Okay. So we got to wrap these things up pretty quick. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, we are very excited to see what happens next, and thank you so much, John, for joining us. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. If anybody would like to uh, Mystic follow you, where can they find you uh, out in the world? Uh, I'm just at, at my name, at John Canale on Instagram or on Facebook. I'm sorry, yeah. I mispronounced your name earlier. Yeah, I mean everyone does, so I don't it didn't bother me at all, but uh, at all. But yeah, at John Canelli on Instagram and then on Facebook. If you would like to mystic follow the podcast, you can find us on Twitter at the VD Diaries and on Facebook at the Vampire Diaries Diaries. We're also pretty active on Instagram. You can find us at the underscore VD underscore diaries underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. And you could even send us an email uh, like John did. And Claire, I'm going to do that thing uh, that I don't know our email address and ask you to share it with our wonderful listeners. Yes, you can reach us at thevddiaries at gmail.com. So simple. Yes, and if you have anything to share with us of any kind, like if maybe you want to Photoshop some funny things onto that AT&T phone that Klaus could have been writing instead of I will, we'd love to see that. I will. And uh, if you really love us, you'll leave us a review on iTunes. We haven't gotten a new one since we last recorded, so we're greedy for your attention and your words. We love the reviews, and thank you for leaving them. Yes, we are extremely thirsty for blood, among other things. (laughs) (laughs) To life. To life. To life. I hope everybody has a great week. And if you're going to get murdered, I hope you at least get to do some tequila shots first. Yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. He's a ripper. Mozzarella.